0: News. Yes. Rumors and rumblings. That's awesome. Let the filibustering begin. All right, man, fam. Time to round up some movie news, rumors, and rumblings. It's been a while. Happy summer. Hope everyone's enjoying the summer movie season. I know I am. Counting down the hours, fellas, until fast. Dicks. Finally, it's here. Family's back. My tent is set up going to go there after this. I've got a little barbecue with some Coronas set up. So if anyone wants to stop by the uh Movie Tavern for the next 4 days, mm-hmm. we'll be we'll be hanging, tailgating and uh hanging with family, you know. Tell until... me about your father, Old <laughs> Very excited for that. Very excited for this episode. Lot to dig into because I don't know if you've heard but the writers are now on strike, fellas. Mm. Yep, I'm not mm. going to pre-write any of
1: my jokes for this <laughs> podcast. You guys know I do a lot yes. of prep. Yes. We're we're riffing
0: completely. No prep was done. Yeah. We're in solidarity, yeah, right?
1: Yeah, we had to
2: let our our
0: writing staff go during mm-hmm. this. It's been, it's been,
1: been t- we're not rough. paying their those salaries and no <laughs> scabs either. But instead, we're just going to riff. Just let it fly, which is very uncomfortable for us because, once again, I cannot reiterate this enough. We do a ton of prep.
2: Right. Can you imagine the, if this show had writers? <laughs> like the stupidest. <laughs> we've just been doing the same thing. Just a for guy with years. like a legal pad. He's like, Richard, I think you should make this <laughs> the same. The Bruce Willow movie podcast over here, just cranking out the same. Now you see me jokes
1: yeah, over Richard, over. suggest Letier again <laughs> when you, whenever they prompt you on a <laughs> great director. That would be funny. The fans love it. We've been in a conference room all day trying to figure out who would be the funniest <laughs> director to reference and I think Lettier is the move again. It's so Writing that. on I'm the like, windows okay. like a beautiful I'm just line. like a
0: weird robot.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: If you say so. I'm very okay with this strike right now. Oddly. Yeah, look, I, I no, remember being very upset about it in two thousand and seven. The writers deserve a renegotiation. Basically, what's happening is streaming's taking over the media business, and writers aren't really getting compensated as such because most of their stuff is residuals and traditional rerun on traditional TV, which, let's face it, it's uh, not really thriving right now. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, renegotiation for them. These are the people that. Create the content w- that we love, that come up with the ideas, that come, that write the dialogue, that really do the hardest work, in my opinion, in the, I don't know, film entertainment business are the writers. There's writers all across the business, not just in movies, TV, wrestling. I don't know how many uh, industries the Writers Guild crosses over into, but it's a lot. Mm-hmm. And NFL. And it's, um, <laughs> of course, they need to rewrite that script, though. They've needed new writers for a long time. The um, thing about it is, though, I'm totally fine in 2023 with where we are in the <laughs> streaming world, with how much stuff already there is out to watch that I haven't gotten to. And I try to watch stuff almost every day, try to you know ingest something new for 30 minutes a day into my life. There's so much that I haven't gotten to that I can wait years for the next House of the Dragon season <laughs> or whatever Mandalorian yeah. has to be produced, whatever it is. I can wait years for that. To me, what needs to be done is take care of these people for and sure. we'll figure the rest out down the road. So for anyone complaining, like where the heck is my Euphoria teaser trailer or whatever it is, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, but. Go go watch something else. There's a lot out there to enjoy. And trust me, a lot of it's good. So um, just hold off for now. I promise everything will be fine eventually. But it's just a weird time right now. I think the, the one thing I miss the most, fellas, as I pass it to you, Brian, for your thoughts, is late night comedy. It's the one thing I enjoy the most on a daily basis uh, that the writers contribute to is this fresh daily takes on on stuff and uh, you know, haven't been able to get that. So that that I that has d- definitely affected my routine somewhat. Not having uh, my you know Seth Meyers to watch or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But w- what it- you
1: mispronounced Corden. Plus Corden's gone, so you've been in mourning.
0: <laughs> Maybe Corden's you know? the reason for the strike. Like, we got to we got to change things. This can't happen again. <laughs> really I mean, is
1: fitting that his show went off right before the writers strike cuz i don't think there were writers it was just right a, yeah he wouldn't have been a range rover a camera and a dream mm-hmm. and some gross <laughs> food if there right. were
0: he couldn't tell and you
2: being really mean to your cameraman
0: yeah yeah uh, brian are you in a rush for this to get solved Where are you at with this writer strike
2: i mean i'm very pro the 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 writers guild on this cuz the streaming thing is a huge part of it and it's insane that this has to be renegotiated this way that they're not that the studios and and such shockingly uh really like their money and so they're not negotiating good faith up to this point um and the other part of this is the is ai uh that that they're trying to legislate essentially out of any potential at least at the moment maybe future too which i totally understand as well um The only downside, I mean, there's a lot of downside to all this stuff. It's just, you can be very pro on, on the side of, of the union, which I am. The thing that like, kind of is like, man, that's kind of a bummer is just, it feels like we just now are like coming out of the, the COVID stuff, you know, where it's like, we've had this weird two and a half year span where we didn't have movies for a while. And then we kind of did, but not very many. And then, And TV shows, same kind of thing. It's like there's, it was a, it was a really long process to get kind of back on track, and it felt like we were there. And now, this is not going to hit us immediately, but if the if this strike drags on for for very long, um, we will have a period in, essentially, however long the writer strike is, how long you'll have a bad, uh, you'll have a bad run of TV and movies. So. It's just it's a year or two years down the line before you'll see that, so if this thing start if this is a six month strike, we will have a six month period where if it, we're like, man, there's a lot of crappy t v shows on right now or whatever else that's usually how it works, and um so you know that that's coming that's coming somewhere down the line for us. it's just so it's that's bring kind of a the bummer.
1: apprentice man uh, is what I've been saying, yeah, <laughs> bring it back
2: uh you can pick his cabinet members now, um, but uh. But at the same time again, it's like, yeah this this is I think we've all followed this a little bit and not like super intense or anything, but it's, it's pretty clear that there's not been a whole lot of good faith uh negotiations done by the studios and the big wigs and stuff, and that should be surprising to no one really so um yeah mm-hmm. i I hope they get what they they are due, and uh i I hope that it gets settled sooner rather than later so that we can get back to." Movies they are in a TV tougher shows,
1: spot, so. I would say, to Kent's point. Like, we have these enormous, easily accessible catalogs of things. Plus, you know, you can buy so many shows now and movies, unlike Amazon, for 3.99 dollars mm-hmm. um, I'm with you. I totally am aligned with there. And yeah, they've got to figure out new ways to be compensated in a post rerun world. And uh totally on board with striking to get that because, you know, you're unable to negotiate without that pressure. But there's so many things I haven't seen that I will probably keep up with, you know, catch up with now uh, because I there's not going to be new stuff. So mm-hmm. um, they're in a tough spot because there's these enormous back catalogs. And I feel like unless you're uh, our friend Adrian, um, who watches literally <laughs> everything that's ever existed, um, you've got a pretty big back catalog of saying, you know what I never saw? You know, I've never seen Abbott Elementary. Okay, we'll I'll watch Abbott Elementary now. Sure. You know, like there's okay. so many of those things. You know, it seems relatively recent. We were watching like Parks and Rec or Office and those kind of shows were on, you know, when when the last Rider-Strike, The Office was definitely affected by that. But like the only way to watch stuff was like on your on-demand of your cable. It was like super tedious. It's a different mm-hmm. world now. So yeah. like sure, p- you, 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 as recent as that is, it's like a thousand years ago in some ways too. So. You know, it, it It's so much easier now for people to just not honestly. I don't even know if my wife knows there's a writer's strike, and I don't know if she would for like three years. Yeah, no, first, as long I as mean, like things re as long as like the streamers like recircled stuff that she's never seen before, right? On the homepage, she would just like, she doesn't keep up with like Hollywood news like we do. It's like, right, she was just like, oh, there's this new, uh, you know, whatever, like that weekend show with uh, Giant Depp's daughter. Like if that's circled up in nine months, my wife would be like, Oh, a cool new show out. Sure. Like she would yeah. never Yeah.
2: No, there's there's definitely something to to all of that. Um The real thing is gonna be can't I think you put something in the Discord yesterday or the day before about how much money has been lost at this point by the studio. Thirty million not, a day. Thirty million say. a day. Okay. Yeah. That's where I like thirty million's kind of a drop in the bucket. Uh Two hundred a little bit less of a drop in the bucket. You know, if this is, if that number is, is accurate, then that starts to be, that starts to get real, whether there's public pressure or not, the way that there might have been the last time that we had, we had a writer's strike. So
0: yeah, the, they, they might have internal pressure of like, Hey, we need to make money, but the public pressure really might not be there. They might not have people beating down the doors to get, to get something done like they yeah. did in 2007. And, That might draw this out a little bit longer. I hope not, but we'll certainly see. What do you think the reaction is going to be, though? Eventually, and that is a huge part of it, Brian, the AI thing. But what do you think the reaction is going to be when there's some indie studio, mid-journey studios or whatever, that comes out and says, we're releasing the first AI-generated action movie. Here's the trailer. It's coming out in October. It comes out. And it's actually pretty good. What what's gonna happen? Well,
2: I mean, what sucks is like that's is it five steps away from what Netflix has done with most of their movies over the last mm-hmm. couple of years, you know? I mean, it's not we, we lament all the time it's not just Netflix. Marvel Disney sometimes does this too. Marvel maybe especially within the Disney. They universe, use like,
0: algorithms to make choices I and mean, what they like, do. Yes. There's but
2: we lament all the time uh, about how it feels like uh, the the budget was a hundred million dollars and the stars got forty and the 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 cameras got sixty you know or fifty nine point five and we have we got like a we got like a hundred grand left for the script should we maybe get somebody who can write a script for us so like I'm worried that that, that the average the average viewer is not going to notice and. Or is not gonna gonna notice enough to care. And I think it's a terrible thing. Like I'm I'm all the AI stuff, whether you're talking about writing or art or I don't know, whatever, term papers. I mean, like whatever else. I think it's all terrible. All of it is awful. And and it it it's an inevitability and um I'm sure somebody listening to this is will will gripe at me about it later or whatever, but I just I if you're using this stuff to like, I don't know, uh, help you pass get, get a get a grade on like whatever, and if you're it, if you're using this, I'll I'll say, I'll say it this way, like for my other podcast, Spread the Floor, we have a negative budget, like we don't spend any money on this thing because we don't make any money. I mean, we lose money every year, not a lot, but a little bit. We lose a little bit of money every year between you know hosting graphics and all this stuff. We needed some new graphics done. We don't have any money to put on this right now, and so I did the Fiverr thing and just got somebody, uh, in, I don't know, I think it was like Portugal Asia. or something. Yeah. yeah, To to do, uh, six little 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 uh, graphics for us, and it cost me, I think it cost me sixty dollars, something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with. I mean, I I just did it, so clearly I'm fine with it. This is a zero money endeavor for us. I have no problem with the average consumer, you know, using get get stuff is cheap. It's the same as like record stores. Can't like you and I love record stores. I'm poor. I know you're pretty poor too. If you need to buy the thing, if you really want a record and you need to buy it on Amazon for 25 bucks, instead of going to the the local store and spending 35, I get it. I try not to do that as much as I can. I try to go to the, the local record store, but there's times when I need to save that 10 bucks, you know? And so I don't mind it for the individual. When you're talking about, you know, multi-billion dollar companies like a lot of these studios are, and that doesn't even get into like how our, how is corporate America going to use this and stuff, I hate it. I think that it's a terrible, terrible thing. And so I'm really rooting for the writers on this because I think that it has ramifications. And by the way, I'm an idiot. So like, whatever, I don't know anything about business. Richard had to teach me how to use LinkedIn yesterday. So like I'm rooting for the writers on many fronts, but, but I think that there's potentially some precedent stuff that um, could come out of this. If, if they are able to get something done well, I know I've gone long and long, long, but I, I hate all this stuff from, from a corporate America standpoint. I think that it, we need to get ahead of not bringing this garbage in. So to your question can't yeah i worry i worry that some crappy studio that's not even a real studio is gonna is gonna make a two million dollar action movie using you know chat gpt or whatever and that it becomes at first it's a novelty but then it becomes like not not the standard but like this sort of thing that kind of creeps in and you don't if the average consumer doesn't realize oh that's bad like this is this is crap and it's crap because of this and here are the people that did not get paid as a result of that i, I yeah i worry about that i i, I I'm, I'm concerned
0: it's um it's an inevitability it's not it's not a possibility like we heard about nft movies or, or whatever <laughs> you know metaverse movies and, and all that this is real um it's it's super it's already happening in a way but it's super easy to do, which is why it's so real. Uh, and the way that ChatGPT and, and Mid Journey, the the image software, have improved just over the past year is shocking. <laughs> sure. uh, you know, the image quality in MidJourney compared to when it first launched is, is amazing. And I was showing my wife the other day how the industry I think is going to be most disrupted quickest is the fashion industry. Because I was showing her just typing in like, short yellow skirt with red flowers, right? And click generate and all the different stuff that comes up that's completely original. Like it's gonna change fashion so, so much of just people coming out with their new season with ChatGPT just based on prompts of what they want their stuff to, to have, right? And that seems to be like the most applicable way to get like interesting designs into the market quickly. Mm-hmm. with uh, with ai so we'll see that probably really you know very soon at, at fashion shows things like that but i mean we, we're seeing it now ai generated uh albums ai generated you know tv shows there's a, that seinfeld what's what's it called ai seinfeld ai or something sign ai mm-hmm. or something that's just like a loop of algorithmically generated seinfeld episodes right this is This is going to happen and it is already happening. And I'm just, I think it's what it's going to happen. It's just going to be an independent studio that says, this is our bit. We do AI movies. And how disruptive will it be? I don't know. Will it be like an A24 and kind of take over things and start making money and make interesting things? I don't know. Um, But I think it's, I don't know, in the foreseeable future. Richard, any thoughts on this before we uh, move on to the next topic?
1: I don't know. Yeah, I think there, there, there. It is inevitable on some level. I think though now is the time to begin, you know, legislation or ideas to, to mm-hmm. keep it at bay. Um, and so, I think it's weird. It's not really like a moral choice, but it's just sort of like a to keep our value of human creativity going. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, there's steps, creative te- steps. Uh, taken now that that uh, fight against that in the future because yeah in a free market it's totally inevitable um, but hopefully they game that market a bit so that you know uh, we as humans have uh, like values in our own content
0: yeah it would feel pretty quick if like two years after we came out with this technology we immediately started taking writers away <laughs> you know like just let let the technology grow let these people have jobs they're still good at what they do. Maybe there will be a time and place where there aren't any good writers left and we need this technology. But for now, I think there's a lot of talented people out there that need to be compensated for such. So hopefully that is the case. A big Star Wars news, fellas, we need to quickly go over. That was announced very recently. The biggest of which was something that we had championed on the podcast when we, I guess, last left off with Rise of Skywalker. Ray is coming back very excited for this coming back because yeah. i thought ray daisy ridley was so great in those movies best part yeah. by far the best part and the last one just solidified that for me um she was spectacular i just thought it, there was no way they couldn't bring her back or didn't want to bring her back she was just too good and had solidified a story in the canon of star wars that you can play off of so um excited to see that they'll bring her back for uh, maybe another trilogy Brian, what do you know about this?
2: Not sure if it's a trilogy or not, but yeah, I'm I'm pumped for this. I love Ray. I mean, this this pod was uh, one of the few that was very pro all three of those uh, those sequels, which has become a hotter and hotter take by the day, crazily enough. Um, yeah, I think Ray's great. Daisy Ridley's great in that in that role. Uh, and, and so, yeah, I mean, I think we, we all kind of felt like it it was an inevitability that at least some of that new cast would be coming back at some point. Um, I'm a little surprised that it's quite as quick as, as it is. Uh, but I, I think that just results from all the, at least in part from the kind of failed concepts that they've had that haven't, haven't gone anywhere. The Ryan Johnson trilogy that's still sort of lurking out there, the, Taika Waititi trilogy that's sort of lurking out there. The others that have been announced along the way. So I think this was an inevitability of like, all right, we gotta we gotta get back to what worked, um, at least financially, if not financially and critically. And she's great in that. So hopefully, uh, hopefully that it'll it'll uh, bring back some of what what I really liked about that trilogy.
0: Yeah, it'll be episode ten. I'd be surprised if they didn't try to bring Ryan Johnson back for for that. Like for for the can for the main trilogy, yeah. probably got some great ideas for his own stuff. But I'd like to see him back in in Ray's yeah. world. I,
2: I there's there has been so much uh, there's been so much smoke with him over the years that I can't. It it seems pretty clear that they want to keep him around, whether that's in. If, whether that's his own trilogy, or that's a, a part of a trilogy, or just a standalone something, I I think he definitely has another another movie or branch of this in him at some point with with this universe. It's, they they seem to really like him and want to keep him around, and yeah, which I'm all good for because I I I think again, it it's still kind of weird to me, but I I like all three of those movies, all, some of them a lot, and. Um, it seems like you've had to either pick, you like the JJ, you like the JJ Abrams ones, or you like the Ryan Johnson one, or you hate them all. But you're not allowed to like all three of them. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be happy to have Ryan Johnson back for for more. Just have a cohesive. If you're gonna do a trilogy, it's got to be a cohesive thing from start to finish. You got to have a plan. That's the that's my major, really my only big complaint with that.
0: Write all three movies at once. Yeah.
2: Yeah, or at least the very least, let's have let's have directors that that have uh, a cohesive vision, not that are actively writing against each other the way J.J. and Ryan Johnson were.
0: Yes, that'd be much preferred. By the way, rumor John Boyega is going to be involved in that uh, Ray project as well, so might see Finn back. But I can't see how they can't do some kind of Kylo Ren something, right? At some point, maybe. I mean.
1: Tough to get him, but I think, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't think
0: you Disney can bring him back. About... Yeah,
2: his run as Kylo, I mean, there's just not a lot to prequelize that you can use. Yeah. I feel like Spider. Knights of
0: ren would be yeah. a, a great Disney Plus series. I would love to see the First Orders rise, you know, he doesn't have to be fully involved, but I think there's a lot of meat on the bone in terms of the like dark side, empire side of the Ray trilogy that they haven't really dug into. Maybe they do that in the new uh, new film series, but yeah, I thought the first order the the Don, Donald Gleason's character like dig more into that stuff. Fans love him; they buy the merch, the Halloween costumes, the whole bit. You know, I just think it'd be honestly dumb to not try to do something else with Kylo Ren down the line. But it wouldn't surprise
2: see. me if they did some kind of a, an animated thing with Kylo Ren. Maybe the Knights yeah, that'd of Ren be cool stuff because uh, they do a lot of animated stuff and. Coop loves all that
0: stuff, man. Like, does he like, like the Star Wars Visions, the anime yeah, one? Yeah. I visions, love Visions.
2: Um, like even Young Jedi Adventures is kind of geared for a little bit younger than mm-hmm. he is, but he still is like, man, this is pretty cool. And then I mean he loves Clone Wars and and all that stuff. So yeah, they they could definitely they could they could come back and do it that way. I think they've shown more ambition in the animated stuff than than anything else, really. Uh so you, you yeah. could you could do all kinds of stuff with that for sure.
0: Yeah, they could. Man, Lucasfilm must have really been happy with this new Indiana Jones movie because they signed James Mangold up for a Star Wars movie of his own. Yeah, yeah. Dawn of the Jedi, it's called. And it was funny when they announced this, they had a little press, you know, like a walk-up press conference scrum afterwards with James Mangold. And he's talking to the press and he's like, yeah, apparently it's set 25,000 years ago like he he just kind of got the pitch and was like yeah I'll do it. He doesn't really know much about it. I guess, mm-hmm. but uh yeah, it's going to be the early well, like I mean, like the title says Dawn of the Jedi.
1: And then Dawn of the Rise of the Jedi, Dawn <laughs> of the
0: Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Yep. Uh, cool. The Last Jedi of Skywalker. And yeah, yeah. excited for this because well, I mean, we finally get to see real baby Yoda this time. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I, I guess this indie film must be pretty good if they're willing to get in the James Mangold business. Yeah. I love He's Mangold. Great, so. I'm, yeah, yeah.
2: I'm pumped for. I'm really pumped for Indiana Jones four, and I'm I'm pumped for whatever whatever he wants to do in this universe. I think it should be cool. And that, look, they're smart too to keep involving Dave Filoni. He really gets it, and he he understands this universe really well. And I think he also understands like what the fans want, but not, but, but he can do that without how much trying to say that he has a really good understanding of who you should try to please. as far as the fans are concerned and who you should just say, we do not yeah. care about you go kick rocks, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, And that he's, he seems like he's heavily, I mean, he's going to direct this. You haven't mentioned it yet. can but he's directing this Mandalorian um, movie at some point And, he's so involved in all this sort of stuff. And I think he does a really great job of kind of Kevin feige it a little bit and just having like, all right, here's, okay, here's what we're doing. Here's the, here's the the vision. Here's how we're going to incorporate that without at least at this point, it seems like without being just like a complete over the top, um, like Trekkie level of, of kind of crazy on it. But so I, th- I think that he's really valuable in this whole thing. And, can kinda of help streamline some of this stuff. Can can at least help maybe alleviate like or avoid some of the problems that like we mentioned with the the sequels of uh there not being enough A to Z from the start.
0: Surprised they haven't announced or signed Fabro up for a theatrical one just so he can get that that cash.
2: <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> they kind of owe it to him at this point of how well the Mandalorian is done and how many subscribers it's brought into sure. to Disney Plus. I'm sure he's well paid but yeah, if they could give him a little few points on the back end of a theatrical release, I think that'd be a nice a nice thank you for what you've done for Star Wars type of thing. Sure. Speaking of indie, Harrison Ford has said this is the the final time he's playing Indiana Jones will be in this style of Destiny coming out here in a few weeks. I guess I can not really man. a spoiler. I'm so but
2: excited for this movie. Gosh, I'm so excited. I,
0: Same. Is that most really. anticipated for you rest of the summer?
2: It's that or Mission Impossible for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really I'm trying really hard not to get overly enthusiastic and anticipating on this one because uh, it it just everything looks great. It looks like it's going and every little little thing you've heard so far has all been very positive. So I'm I'm hopeful. I'm really hopeful.
0: Yeah, they're releasing all the Indiana Jones movies, all three, of the first ones, mm-hmm. in. <laughs> on Disney Plus uh, at the end of end of the month. Nice. So, I guess surprised to learn that they weren't already on there, but leave it to the mouse to, you know, hold it back for the the perfect time for people to get that HD Indiana Jones on before they take this one on and see Harrison Ford in the role of Indy for the last time. If this one makes good money and is well received, they're going to have to have a hard look at what to do with this property without Harrison Ford involved. Maybe they have a plan for that that'll be revealed in the movie. But yeah, the, the brand seems to be like a pretty lucrative IP at yeah. this point. Could be. And I wonder how much of that is tied to to Harrison Ford. I saw some kind of list the other day. I don't know who did it. Some kind of polling company did like top 10. Did you see this in our Discord of like top uh-uh. 10 most recognized actors by like general people like right now? Yeah. Oh yes, I did. It's like Tom Cruise is still number one. Everybody's like sixty. Yeah, yeah. Harrison Ford's still on the list of like the top ten. Julia Roberts actors that people Uh still go out and see movies with. The guy's like eighty five or something. I think. (laughs) I think Chris Hemsworth was the youngest. Will Smith is still on the list. Like the dude just slapped Chris Rock. Right. (laughs) Movie stars
1: are tough thing now. Yeah, the Rock
0: was on there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That yeah. is
0: amazing to me that Harrison Ford is just still right. so highly thought of as a, as in, like, an action movie star.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: I was really hoping that "Please Don't Destroy" movie was going to hit theaters so that the Hurligoi boy could become a movie star. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> peacock <laughs> only SP peacock. <laughs> They're going to be a bomb factory, though, man. I know. Interested. I have to. Be Ken a and I saw Armisen there. It was decent venue wise. So nice for that yeah, kind of it's show, Good for so. comedy. We saw a great big dog It's weird to stand and watch comedy, cool. but it works for certain things, yeah. certain acts. Yeah.
2: If you get up on that top rail, you kind of get the little, the bar seat there. That's yeah. That's pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, what's most anticipated for you, Richard, rest of the summer?
1: I mean,
0: oh
1: uh, boy. I mean, I would say Indy's up there. If it's good, it's, I've never seen a good Indiana Jones movie like in a theater. Yeah. <laughs> you know? A, good point. Yeah. So that, that is like an unknown thing. I've seen a lot of good Mission Impossible movies in theaters. So sure. in terms of summer movies. Um,
0: Where that, are we at on the anticipation level for Fast, though? Honestly, uh, we're, we're about, a few days away. Usually we're really excited uh, for these. How would you rank your excitement compared to like when we went to see Fate of the Furious? Right.
1: Uh, one tenth of one percent. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. I mean I care. I mean it'll be it'll be fine, but it's Lettier, right?
2: I think he did 9,
1: right?
0: Justin Lin.
2: No.
1: Yeah, I think F9 was d- So This is
2: okay. They're yeah, they're kind of they're running together. I mean probably.
1: it looks pretty bad. Not gonna lie. Even by like fast standards of like Oh man, this is insane, but this will be fun. I don't know. I'm not that amped. I've been on Now a, there's like four more or two that just keep extending this. Yeah. More. Yeah. It's, I've been on a know, binge
2: lately. We need the humble watched. Vin
1: again. Let Vin earn us back. He will. <laughs> that's true. You know, but that's Vin, true. just giving Vin the world, bad idea. Yeah. No, I, I, I think I'm with you.
0: If either of Vin's other properties, Triple X or Riddick, were decent, he would be so out on this. But this is like yeah. the only thing he has that's relevant. Sure.
1: He is dumb. Yeah. I mean, it'll be fine. I'll chuckle a few times at, at Ludacris and Tyrese. By the way, Ludacris at the end of the Mountain Gods Casino in Rio Janeiro, New Mexico next week. If you guys are in, let's roll. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, and I'll be thrilled by a few of the stunts. But it also, like, the stunts, on at least in the trailer, I mean, they're always absurd. But these look s- like bad CG more than, like, there's always something kind of fun about not. a fast stunt. Even though I knew it was fake, yeah. it was like it got the the sound of it or something was right. It's changed. Mm Lenny is not that guy. You know the guy in the grocery store about the fight, the other guy? You're not that guy, Mm -hmm. man. (laughs) Yeah. You're not (laughs) That's true.
2: That's true. Maybe
1: the spinny camera
2: works for all these stunts. I don't know.
1: If it was if you told me it was two hours and they never dropped the spinny cam cam bit, I'd be more in. Like lean into what you do, Louie. Say we're going full CGI cam or uh, GPS spinny cam, I'd be like, all right, let's hear it out. But uh,
0: I mean, it's not only the spinny cam, the editing in his movies is yeah, just exactly. so yeah, that's, spastic. This just, that's true. This feels that's the worst like part.
1: Fast 2 2. <laughs> that makes yeah. sense. Like yeah. a sequel to the second fast, which is fine. You know, that one part where Paul Walker says, it's pretty cool. But You know, not really on the what it. I feel like I'm Morton Scorsese here. They might be fine, (laughs) but they're not cinema. Fast Five is cinema. (laughs) Fast Six on that runway, that was cinema.
0: Pulling a safe through Rio, that's cinema.
1: See you again in Fast Seven, that's cinema.
0: That's where it ended, to be honest.
2: I mean, I watched Four, Five, and Six on yesterday, like back to back to back.
1: Wow, what a life! what a time man
2: like it got me hyped i was because i'm with you you're totally all, all of these points are totally right f9's the worst of the the new franchise at least the letier of it all you, all these things the momoa of it all ugh. yeah uh all these things you're totally right
1: he actually is the best part of the trailer though I <laughs> yeah. will
2: say, i watched four five and six and it's like i'm back i can't wait i'm i'm pumped for the, <laughs> the insanity that is that is to come so we'll uh we'll see but uh yeah, I mean, I, it, I, we've definitely we're we we it's peaked. We went to space, um, with the last one. I don't know. I think we probably can't do any better than what we've done at this point, and we're just kind of running out of gas, as it were. But uh, I'll keep going for sure. Definitely not anticipating it the way I am. Indy and uh, and Mission Impossible for sure.
0: All right, great round of movie news, rumors, rumblings, fellas. Let's hit a quick Weekly Recommend before we get out of here. Weekly Recommends. What you got for us this week, Brian?
2: Recommend a show uh, that is in its fifth and final season. About seven episodes, I think, into a 10-episode season. It's The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon Prime. Uh, And I love it. I love this show. I love Rachel Brosnahan. Love Alex Bornstein. I love it so much that even Tony Shalhoub can't ruin it. And Are you anti-Shalhoub
1: too, or is that just me? He's You've talked me into it.
2: I, I think I was like, I don't like Monk. And then, and I don't. I hate
1: Monk. And
2: and then the more that you, you talked about your blood feud with Tony Shalhoub, I was like, maybe I don't like Tony Dude. Shalhoub. And, hey, uh, man,
1: talk about Fast and Furious. That's family right there. Right?
2: <laughs> that is. We support each other around here.
1: So, question: Are are you current on the series without spoiling anything? Are you current?
2: I the- believe I am. Yes.
1: Okay, yes. I'm not. So we- don't worry about me spoiling yeah. anything. But uh, does d- does it do the Amy Sherman Palladino thing where she grows to hate her lead character and ruins their lives at the end, like she does with all the other shows? Or is, I don't is, think so. Is it turn no. out okay?
2: No, this season is doing a like occasional flash forward thing, yeah. which is a risky play. But I
1: see, I heard about that. I was like, oh no, this but is. But to this just,
2: point,
0: just... I think it actually. She's doing the a only episode on that Seinfeld. has been. <laughs> Say that again. She's doing stand up on Seinfeld.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal? <laughs> the only episode that has been fully flash forward was maybe my favorite of the season. So it's been. Good. It's been done really well. Because um, she
1: did Rory Gilmore pretty dirty as the seasons went on Sure, that show, especially yeah. on, as the, you know, uh, when the new one came, came out. Sure, know, The yeah. four seasons thing. And then she did... Uh, best friend badly i mean she just kind of like it seems like her thing is to like get bored of these characters and then ruin sure. their lives yeah so i'm glad because i love i love midge and i don't want that to happen so.
2: for sure no it has it hasn't felt like that way at all so i've i've really dug this season this like i said this is the last season watch um, the
1: last episode she's murders her yeah, yeah.
2: Like, actually just want to remind you guys
1: <laughs> i suck yeah
2: but, cancels uh, her for great some character awful stuff
1: oh yeah right
2: right yeah but a couple of great characters in this. and Oh, yeah. Uh, and Shaloub's really good on
1: that show, by the way. I, I can, I'm a magnanimous kind of. They, yeah. I respect my enemies.
2: They have Shaloub and Kevin Pollock, and I still love the show. Yeah. Cause... I really don't
1: like Kevin Pollock. Like you ever listen either. to his? He was one of the early podcasters. It's not on anymore.
2: Yeah. I listened to it a little back in the day. It was
1: like, I don't, was I don't like, I don't like a go to interview one. show because he'd have people, he didn't you know, he'd have Bill Hader on for like three hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was like. <laughs> There's nothing I love more than like a long interview with people I love, and I just still could, couldn't couldn't do and it. And yeah. and be like Same I'm going here. through your dossier here. <laughs> I always referred to their dossier. Ugh, I don't like that word. Yeah. yeah. So and then okay. he'd do, um, he'd pull the Dana Carvey bit, but funnier, but still not funny. Where he'd just go into Peter Falk for like 20 minutes of the interview. And you're like, Okay. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: Cool. Cool. Trick. Everyone wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Over and over and over again. Yeah, Marvelous Mrs. Mazel season five, Amazon Prime. Check it out. It's great. Love it. Love her. She's a star. Make her a star.
1: Yeah, she hasn't. Um, you know, the Amazon curse seems to be real. We're like a lot of people watch those shows, but those those shows don't bounce as much as people off of Netflix shows, you know? She is but she's so great. She is
2: perfect uh for she is perfect for this role and this era too. And I I wonder she was great in House of
1: Cards too though.
2: She was. She was. I I wonder if when you see her in in that character in these beautiful dresses on the Mm -hmm. stage and all that kind of stuff. I wonder if it's hard to envision her. If you're casting something, if it's hard to envision her some in something else. Like I worry that she
0: yeah. He's kind maybe. of getting
2: typecast because of how sure great she is in this role and how great how great she looks and I don't I she's a beautiful woman. I don't mean that just as like she's beautiful. She it, she looks like she fits in that era so well that you know I wonder if it's hard to 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 find other spots where you're like, yeah, I've the
1: John really Hamm issue. But yeah, like, sure. He got at least sure. got a lot of swings. I would like to right. see her get some swings at least. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. She's awesome. She's, the best.
0: She's up for the uh, Lois Lane role, apparently, in the new Superman.
2: That'd be cool, depending be on cool. who Superman is. Because, by the way, I saw the first two guys they're looking at for Superman. Most boring looking
0: white dudes I've ever seen in yeah, my life. Yeah. It seemed can't. like the, they are just like, just if make you make look like Superman, you're in. That's not, hey, yeah. that's not what we need, guys. That's not, that has never Please worked. Don't. I would Except just for like to see Reef. one good Superman at some yeah. point in my life. That's all. That, it seems like that
2: shouldn't be that. I'm difficult, rooting for but.
1: chaos, so I want them to cast <laughs> one.
2: I'd like to be able to anticipate some of these movies and not get hate mail. That would be cool. Um, <laughs> but I just, gosh, she would be a great Lois Lane. I could definitely see that. I, yeah, I support that's this a no-brainer strongly. She's, she's magnificent. Alex Borestein's so good too. Yeah, in that role. I mean, she.
1: Has she won anything for that?
0: I don't know. Really I was about to yet. look at that. I kind of. Yes, she has. She's, she's won a couple Emmys, I think.
2: She deserves it. She's won she, so yeah, like she's the last two years, it. I she's believe. Incredible. She's incredible. She's yeah. incredible in that role. Oh,
0: good. Yeah. Yeah. She's uh, she's quite talented. Mad TV days. She was, she was awesome. OG Ballock Sports. sports no fan. Will
1: Sasso, but okay. Take your
0: word for it. <laughs> No, Aerie Spears. All right, we'll move on. Um, the What you got, Richard, for recommend this week?
1: You know, I've been in, in a little bit of a culture void with work and things last week, but I have been listening to that new national record, so I'll go with that. I'll go with the first two pages of Frankenstein. I like it. There's a few things, couple songs I don't love as much, but uh, yeah, for the most part, I think it's a pretty good indie rock album, so I'm going to go with it.
0: Nice. There you go. A little music recommend for you. Mine's music related. Uh, music Jace? Music Adjace. <laughs> I think you'd like this, Richard. It's the new Muppets series, the Muppets Mayhem. Yeah. And it's just a I series about the electric mayhem, the band. Same and uh, it's got Lily singing, So if you can bear that, you'll be fine. She's the main star. But uh, Durs pops up in Love it. Durz. And it's also Some got Taj Mowry got canceled, of Smart Guy fame. Hadn't seen Taj Maori wow. in literally twenty-five years. So <laughs> last he's time a big I part heard, of this. Wasn't he
1: running back at like USC the last time?
0: Yeah, I think yeah, so. That sounds about right. He's
1: like a college football player. Uh th- did you see the Workaho Paramount Plus canceled the Workaholics
0: movie? Bummer. They did, but apparently they're gonna they're sh- allowed to shop it around. So hopefully it still comes out. Let's at some Let's point. do
1: it. Uh geez, its plus. Yeah chicken soup for the
2: soul
0: I mean these days does it really matter who comes out with it you know like I think it's I think it's fine it's not on Paramount it's just fine I find it odd that they wouldn't want to reboot that in some way that seems like it would
1: I saw Divine or Devine talk about it he said it was like it was
0: they could only have it in America or something yeah it was like part of a global yeah yeah
1: they were like they pivoted to only global stuff um, and so that was the reasoning.
0: I guess it makes sense, but man, we need comedy i feel, i I just wish there were executives that were just comedy fans. I'm like, guys we Serena's we need funny stuff is, though, but he's like you know?
1: only stand up it seems like yeah, so it was just like give if you if you have twenty minutes um at your local chuckle Shack, you get six million dollars to make a special. whether or not you're funny is fine, but like, mm-hmm. but comedy movies. And comedy, uh, you know, kind of sketch related stuff kind of gets left out, it seems like, but yeah, great time to be a stand up. You
0: can okay. get a special. This is uh, great because it, uh, uh, you know, a lot of music in it, a lot of like cover songs, Muppet nice. cover songs are good, and oh, um, you never really see the Electric Mayhem featured, so it's good to see the personalities uh, yeah. of them, I think. Uh, Floyd Pepper is one of my favorite characters of all time. He's so good. Dr. Teeth. Yeah. Excellent. Dr. Teeth's great. All right. Check that out on the D-plus Muppets Mayhem if you uh, enjoyed Muppets content. All right. There you go. There's Weekly Recommends, some rumblings in news for you. We'll be back next week. Uh, What do we got? Something big called Fast X coming out. Mm. So stay tuned for that. Fast
1: X? Sounds (laughs) Sounds <laughs> like a uh, pharmaceutical.
0: <laughs> so the next one's just going to be Fast X two, right? Probably, and then Fast yeah, X three. That's like where Fast that's,
1: Fast X two is
0: where they're going to finally introduce the X Men.
1: We all think it's coming, Marvel, but no. Nope. So Fast
0: X three is when Vin keep you on your when Dom just transforms into triple X. And yeah,
1: that and Kelsey Grammer's the beast in that one too. <laughs>
0: You know me. You're about to. All right. We love you. We'll see you next week. Talking Fast X. At hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling.
1: Tossed salads and scrambled eggs. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe. But I got you pegged. <laughs> but I don't know what to do
0: with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face.
1: They're making me ya-ya. Just salad scrambled eggs.
0: They're calling again.